beginning at verse 1 from this book of 1 Samuel chapter 5. Gracious God, we thank you for another day's journey. Bless you for bringing us here once again as you did on Pentecost. Breathe on us in a fresh way. Do it again like we need it in this hour. And we know that as you breathe on us, our lives will never be the same. Thank you for every listener. Allow them by the Spirit to hear your word. And in hearing your word, I thank you that somebody will believe on the report of scripture. And as we believe your word, let us apply these truths to our lives. For to get the benefit of what you want to do in our lives, we must obey the word of the Lord. And so help us to be obedient children of God so that we can get the best that you have ordained for our lives. Help me once again. Without you, I am nothing. Unto you be all the glory, majesty, power, and dominion in Jesus' mighty name. And all of the people of God said, Amen. And the Philistines, this is verse 1, and the Philistines took the ark of God and brought it from Ebenezer unto Ashdod. When the Philistines took the ark of God, they brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. And when they of Ashdod arose early on, the morrow, behold, Dagon was fallen upon his face to the earth before the ark of the Lord. And they took Dagon and set him in his place again. And when they arose early on the morrow morning, behold, Dagon was fallen upon his face to the ground before the ark of the Lord and the head of Dagon and both palms of his hands were cut off upon the threshold. Only the stump of Dagon was left to him. Therefore, neither the priest of Dagon nor any that come into Dagon's house tread on the threshold of Dagon in Ashdod unto this day. I love that, uh, that, that when God got finished with him, his head was cut off both palms of his hands were cut off upon the threshold and I love the way King James says it when God got finished only the stump remained it was nothing to work with when God got through the Lord reigns and that's what I want to preach about this morning the Lord reigns Here we are on 
this Pentecost Sunday. And I want to remind the people of God in this hour that we serve a God who reigns. Psalm 135 and 5 tells us that the Lord Yahweh is great. And he is above all other gods, little g's. Uh, the Bible is clear that the Lord reigns supreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to get that by the spirit of God that the Lord reigns. And, and I love it because when we start talking about the reign of God, the reign of God denotes his sovereignty. I want the people of God to hear this. I said the reign of God denotes the sovereignty of God. It denotes the sovereignty of God in the universe and it reminds us us that God holds universal jurisdiction. It means that God is in charge and his power is unlimited. I need somebody to hear me uh, by the spirit of God. I said that God is in charge and his power is unlimited. Uh, I want you to know that, 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 that God rules and he super rules. That he is the one who holds supreme rulership in the universe. I'm talking about the reign of the Lord. The Lord reigns. Nobody is above him. He reigns. Nobody is greater than him. He reigns. Nobody is more powerful than he is. He reigns. Nobody is stronger than the Lord. He reigns. See, see, the Lord reigns and the Bible says let the earth rejoice and let the people be glad God has ultimate jurisdiction and because of it he can do whatever he pleases he is God supreme I need you to hear me about the spirit of God that the Lord is God and he is God alone God is the greatest power nothing compares to him no wonder the first commandment declares that you shall have no other gods before me the truth is that to worship anything other than the true and the living God is utterly worthless. To worship anything other than the true and living God is foolishness because God created everything. He owns everything and there is nothing going on in the created world that God cannot handle. The Lord reigns. I want to look at this theme here because sometimes we go through things and we forget about the rulership of the Lord. We forget that God is in charge. And I want to tell you that despite your challenges, God remains in charge. The Lord reigns. And I want to look here at this theme as we uh, 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 explore for a few minutes the the 
uh, fifth chapter of the book of first Samuel I want to talk about uh, the background of this if you will allow me to just lay a foundation to kind of walk us up to where we are going there is a uh, trouble in the land in uh, Israel well, the people of God find themselves coming up against an enemy that they had been coming up against so many times before the Philistines that recurring enemy continues uh, to fight Israel the Bible says that Israel goes out to battle with the Philistines and it is not before long that they're fighting the Philistines and they begin to lose territory they're fighting over territory in the promised land and when they go into battle things are not good for Israel they find themselves losing men and 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 having deaths among their army they are in shock that they have lost and they know that they now need a new battle strategy so the Bible says that Israel when they find out they are losing they draw back and say let's go to back to the drawing board and we've got to make sure that we do this thing a little better the Bible says in their discussion that they begin to talk one to the other and somebody said what about the ark of God now now I want you to get this because uh, the ark of the covenant or the ark of God was what God instructed Moses to build it was a chest of sort uh, and it set into the holy of holies there on the ark of the covenant was a mercy seat it was a symbol of the presence of God the Shekinah glory of God rested upon the ark it was the presence of God in the earth a symbol of the presence of God in the earth among his people and so they sinned for the ark now let me tell you something today this is what the church needs most and I'm going to say this because it's Pentecost Sunday this is what we need most we need the presence of God and I keep telling the saints of God that there are no substitutes for the presence of almighty God we need the presence of God because in the presence of God hallelujah is everything that the people of God need now why do you say that because God told Moses that when you uh, when you have this ark of the covenant made I want you to make sure that you put several articles in the chest put several articles in the ark of the covenant I need you to put several articles there because I want the people to always remember what comes along with my presence and so the Bible Bible says that Moses was to take the tablets of stone and he was amen to put them in the ark of the covenant because you can't have the presence of God come on here where the word of God is not lifted oh come on here that, that in God's presence are his promises come on here and that God's presence hallelujah will cause his promises to be produced 
Come on here. I hear people talking all of the time about wanting the presence of God in the house of God, wanting the presence of God in their church. Then make sure that you are declaring the word of the Lord because God will show up where his word is lifted. He said, I want you to take the uh, I want you to take the tablets of stone on which the commandments of God are written and put them in the ark of the covenant. But not only that, I want you to take uh, the golden pot of manna and put that in the ark because I want the people of God to know that in my presence is my provision and I want them to uh, know that, 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 that when I'm with them I'm going to provide for them so, so I want you to put the golden pot of manna in there because you remember the manna was what God fed them when they were going through the wilderness they didn't know what it was all they knew that it was food from heaven as a matter of fact the word manna means what is it they didn't even know what they were eating but God gave them daily bread and as they walked 40 years through the wilderness they never went hungry because in God's presence is God's provision but then the last thing I want you to do is to get Aaron's butted rod and put that in the ark you know what the, uh, the rod is? The rod is a dead crooked stick, a dead tree limb. And God said, I want you to get that and put that there because I want you to understand uh, my grace, the power of my grace. Amen. That I'm able to take a dead crooked stick. You remember what God did to Aaron's rod. The, the rod, hallelujah, was a dead crooked stick and God made it bud. God put almonds on the rod. Come on here. God did something beautiful with a dead crooked stick. And I know y'all said, what in the world, Pastor, talking about tree limbs this morning? You are that stick. You were dead and crooked. Oh, but baby, when God got finished with you, he made something beautiful out of your life. Come on here. When the presence of God is in the midst of a thing, it'll take what is dead and crooked and give it life. People have to marvel at how God can do something so supernatural with a dead crooked stick. Let me hasten uh, to this text here. Now, the Bible says that they go back and get the Ark of the Covenant because the children of Israel said, "May if we go and get that box where the Shekinah glory of the Lord is and we bring that out to battle, then we know that we're going to go ahead and whoop them real quick. And the Bible said that they sent from Ebenezer where the battle was going on. They sent from Ebenezer to Shiloh where the Ark was. They sent from Ebenezer to Shiloh and they got up with the sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas. They get up with Hophni and Phinehas and say, we are down here in battle and we are losing and we need you to send the ark of God uh, down here so that we can win this battle. Bible says that the sons of Eli came down to the battle and brought the Ark of the Covenant. When the Ark of the Covenant came into the camp of Israel, the Bible says Israel broke out in a shout that the Ark of the Covenant was among them and the Philistines got nervous. Oh Lord, they got that box again. 
But the Bible says that when they went up to battle this time, they lost again. Come on here. See, because I want you to understand this. God wants a relationship. He doesn't want to be your spare. Come on, you can't see God as some kind of superstition that you can use. Come on here, only when you need him. Oh, come on here. God wants us to serve him for real. And so the battle was lost. God's people lost the battle because they did not bring proper honor to the presence of God. Now, the text says something happened in Israel. It says that in the battle, the sons of Eli, the sons of the priest, were killed. It's a bad day in Israel. They run back to where Eli is at Shiloh. There Eli sits up on his stool. And they say to Eli, we have bad news. They said the Philistines have invaded Ebenezer. They said, but that's not it, Eli. Your, your sons, both of them have been killed in the battle. Eli listens further. They said, that's not it, Eli. They said the ark of God, the very presence of God has been taken from among the people. It is no longer with you. And the Bible said at that moment when Eli heard that the presence of God was no longer among the people, that he fell backwards on the stool and broke his neck. Because the truth is you can make it without a whole lot of things, but you cannot make it without the presence of God. You can make it without some of these people you think you need, but you cannot make it without the presence of God. Times got bad, so bad, that when the wife of Phineas, who is the son of Eli, who's just been killed in battle, when she hears of the calamity that has befallen the nation, she goes into early labor and is, is dying as she is having a baby. Come on, and the Bible says when she has the son, she names him Ichabod, which means the glory have departed. I got to keep moving so much I want to say. But this is it here. When the, uh, when the, the, the Philistines were defeating Israel, the Bible says something here. They took the ark of God. They said, we're going to take this. Matter of fact, you know, this ain't what we thought it was. Everybody talking about the presence of God and the power of God and Yahweh, the God of Israel. He's not what we thought he is. As a matter of fact, we just whooped him. Had God been all they said he is, then we wouldn't have been able to prevail. And, 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 and the Philistines thought they had whooped God. But somebody better tell them boys. The Lord reigns. 
I want to suggest to you today several things from this text and I'm going to declare them by the Spirit of God. Let me first say that God wants to do some things in your life but you've got to remember that he is who he says he is. And let me tell you this here. This is my number one. I don't care what's going on. God is still in business. God, I wish I had somebody in here that lift your hands and say, God is still in business. Come on here. Your situation does not change who God is. I know it's a bad day in Israel. Come on, the ark has been taken. But let me tell you something. I don't care what happens. God is still God. Things may not have worked out like you expected, but God is still God. And I'm here to tell you he's still in the healing business he's still in the miracle working business he's still in the door opening business he's still in the battle fighting business God is still in business somebody lift your hand open your mouth and put a praise on it right there the Bible says they take the ark, that is the Philistines take the ark and they bring it back to Ashdod. It is the capital city of the Philistines. And there they have built the temple of Dagon. Dagon is the chief god among the Philistines. He is half man and half fish. Uh, his upper body is dead of a man and his bottom is dead of a fish and he is said to be the father of Baal he is the father of Baal who they thought to be the god of rain the god of the storm he, he is the father of Baal and thus is the chief god on the land of the Philistine and he's there and they know him to be the god of fertility he is the God that produces the God that makes things happen. Oh, but look here. The Bible said they take the ark of God. They take the presence of God. They take Yahweh and bring him into Ashdod. And can I tell you this here? I want to tell you number two that in every place God is, he's still God. I need you to give God a praise right there. I don't care where you put him he's still God <laughs> the Bible says they bring him to Ashdod they bring him to enemy territory and see sometimes people think that because uh, uh, hostile situations are around it lessens the power of God Come on here. I don't care where you bring God. I don't care where God shows up. He's God. He's God when he manifests. I need somebody to hear me. Come on here. You can ask. You can ask Mary and Martha. Come on here. He showed up at the cemetery. But guess what? When he showed up out there, he had power over death. Do you hear what I'm telling you? And I'm here to tell you some of you are in some rough situations. But I want you to know he's still God. His power has not decreased. Don't you back 
upon God because he's everything he's always been lift your head open your mouth and put a praise on it right there they take Yahweh they take Jehovah they take the God of the Bible and they bring him into the temple of Dagon come on here but can I tell you when he gets there he's still God and I don't know what situation you're inviting God in but can I tell you he's still God come on here I don't care what the report is he's still God I don't care what the condition is he's still God I don't care what the prognosis looks like he's still God lift your head open your mouth and give him glory because he's still God they take Yahweh the God of the Bible and bring him to Dagon's temple but, but, but I want you to get this that God never stops reigning supreme so the custom of the day was this we're going to fight and if we defeat an army this was the way philistines did if we defeat an army what we're going to do is to take the symbol of their god we're going we're going to take that and bring it back to the temple of our god and we're going to make it a trophy come on we're going to bring it to dagon's temple it's his temple and we're going we gonna to say, these are all the people that Dagon whooped. These are all the people he defeated. And so anybody coming into the temple of Dagon could, could go around the temple and see uh, all around the temple the different gods and nations that he had defeated. Because for him to, uh, uh, for the Philistines to defeat Israel, they thought that meant they had defeated, that Dagon had defeated Yahweh. Come on, that's a grave mistake. So they said, what are we going to do? Uh, they, they come into Ashdod, into the capital city, march into the temple of Dagon, and they come in with joy and glee because we have whooped a big one. Y'all know Yahweh, we got him now. That God that brought the children over the Red Sea got whooped today. Come on here, that God that allowed them to march over the Jordan, he got whooped today. That God y'all heard about that drowned the, 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 the Pharaoh's army in the Red Sea, he got whooped today. And, and they're going on talking about this God that got whooped today. This God, Yahweh, come on here, they're putting their mouths on him. And now he's going to be another one that we add today, God's temple. And when you come and look around in the temple you're going to see they say that Dagon is great we know he's great he's greater than the God that brought him over the Red Sea we know he's great he's greater than the God that fed them manna in the wilderness and God said wait a minute here I'm getting ready to show you ain't nobody greater I need a praiser here gotta lift your hands right there 
that's number three God never stops reigning supreme they take God uh, they take the ark of God they take the presence and power of God and set him next to Dagon in Dagon's temple as the custom of the day was it meant to everybody that Dagon is greater than Yahweh and that Yahweh must bow down to Dagon that Dagon is the one ruling he's the one in charge and that Yahweh is subservient to Dagon but boy were they wrong this is number four everything must bow down to the power of God the Lord reigns I need somebody to give him a praise right there somebody praise him somebody thank him somebody give him glory right there they took Yahweh the God of the Bible and set him in Dagon's temple they set him right beside Dagon this a big one and we gonna set him here cause we want people to see Yahweh got whooped but, but you know what I love about God even if you don't glorify him God knows how to glorify himself <laughs> God will not go without his glory I said if you don't glorify him God knows how to glorify himself Dagon they got him now sitting beside Dagon because Dagon is now the biggest and the baddest thing in town but what the Bible says they set Yahweh beside Dagon and walk out of the temple come on and this is what I'm telling you that, 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 that I don't care how bad and how big it looks God is in charge the Bible said they took Dagon or took Yahweh set him beside Dagon in Dagon's temple and they went out and sometime the Bible said that when the morning came that when they came back into Dagon's temple on the next morning that they found Dagon laying prostrate on his face come on here that God Yahweh made him get down he made Dagon bow and can I tell you the Lord reigns I don't care how big it is God can make it bow I don't care how bad it appears God can make it bow Dagon got down see Dagon represents anything trying to challenge the power of God anything trying to stand against the authority of God anything trying to challenge the plan of God anything coming against the purpose of God anything fighting the people of God see some of y'all are in here you're dealing with your own day gods something trying to challenge your home something trying to challenge your ministry something coming against your relationships something trying to bring down your sons and your daughters something 
something fighting your grandchildren, something coming after your health, a sickness trying to invade your body. But I've come to tell you that Dagon must bow. Lift your hands right there and give him praise. Give the Lord glory for the Lord reigns. Come on here and tell God thank you right there. Come on here. This is it right here. I come to tell you Dagon must bow. You can rest on this. Whatever it is, the Lord can make it bow. Come on here. See, that's one of the benefits of serving the Lord. He can make anything fighting. He can make it bow. God is big enough to make anything bow. Whatever is fighting you, he can make it fall right on its face. I come to tell you that all that you're fighting in this hour, God's going to cause it to bow on your behalf. Somebody praise God right there. I'm a bona fide Jesus lifter and I'm covered in God's love. See, and wherever Jesus is lifted, devils will be leveled. I need a praise that'll give God a shout right there. I've come to declare, come on here, that the faithfulness of God, come on, is a mess. And your faithfulness to God, he said, tell my daughter, it's not going to notice. Tell my son, it's not going to notice. Lift your head, open your mouth, and put a praise on it right there. Somebody rejoice and cry from your belly. The Lord reigns. I know it's been rough, but the Lord reigns. He said, tell my people, I'm stepping in the ring. Some of y'all been going through some rough seasons and some tough spots, but God is stepping in the ring on your behalf. Come on here and see the very thing that's been buffeting you. God can make it bow. God, I feel the Holy Ghost right there. I said the very thing buffeting you, God can make it bow. Some of y'all been trying to get into places, but I've come to tell you this, the very thing blocking you, God can make it bow. Come on here, God knows how to make it bow on your behalf. Come on here, if you just keep blessing the Lord, watch him make it bow. You keep standing and declaring God's word, watch him make it bow. You remain planted on God's promise, watch God make it bow. I need somebody to give God a praise right there. Keep on praying, keep on trusting, keep on standing, keep on obeying, keep on serving. Come on here. God said, I'll make it bow on your behalf. Come on here. I know you feel boxed in right now, but keep giving God your best. The Lord will make it bow. Whatever's trying to hinder your purpose, whatever's trying to hinder your flow, he'll make it bow. Somebody holler, it must bow. Sickness must bow. Disease must bow. Did Jehovah Rapha 
he can make it bow. Somebody give him praise right there. I know you're facing sickness, but keep your faith in the Savior. He can make it bow. Whatever's trying to come against your peace, Jehovah Shalom can make it bow. Come on here. You keep blessing God. You keep being faithful. God can make it bow. Come on here. And this is what I love. The Bible said that Dagon was on his face. God laid him out. God made him get down. God tamed him. God, come on here, took control over the situation. And it made Dagon bow. Somebody give your God a praise right there. Somebody give him glory. Somebody give him honor. That God is making it bow on your behalf. Oh, the devil don't like this. But I'm here to tell you God is making it bow. Come on, see, y'all waiting on the wrong thing. Just go ahead, give God praise. He's gonna make it bow on your but You got to know how to grab your own praise. You got to know how to make your own melody. You got to know how to lift your own voice. God will make it bow. Somebody put a praise on it right there where the saints said that believe God. I'm going through some stuff right now, but God will make it bow. When the people of Ashdod came to look in the temple and look at Yahweh that they thought they had beat up yesterday. Yahweh was standing. But Dagon. Oh, big Dagon. Was on his face laying flat. As if he was worshiping Yahweh. I don't know what to make of it, they said. Maybe we ought to take him and prop him back up, but I don't want to serve no God that I got to prop up. <laughs> if you got to prop it up, it ain't all that. Come on here, what I look like serving a God that I got to prop up and all the propping up I need. Dagon was prostrate on his face like he was worshiping. But, but now, that, that's not just what moves me, uh, that Dagon was bowing on his face. Uh, what, what also moves me is, is, is when Dagon bowed. Come on. See, see uh, the, the next thing I want to tell you is this, that God is working even when you don't see it. Huh. Come on. The Bible says they, they, they left Dagon 
and Jehovah together. They left Dagon and Yahweh, the God of the Bible, together, and, and they went on home. But sometime during the night, I don't know what hour, but the text says, that after they left the ark of God in the temple of Dagon, when they got back in the morning, they saw him bowing. Which means that while they were sleeping, God was at work. I'm going to help myself if you don't get it. I said while they were sleeping, God was at work. Oh, come on here. I need somebody to look at your neighbor and tell him while you were sleeping, God was at work. Oh, come on here. I need you to grab this here because somebody better catch it in the spirit that God's going to put some things on their knees overnight. Somebody holler overnight. God can turn negative situations overnight. God can give you some good reports overnight. Don't ever underestimate what God can do overnight. Lift your hands right there. Lift your expectation. This is what I'm telling you here. The Lord said when you get there, he said tell the people to lift your expectation that you're going to start waking up to good news you better hear me here I said you gonna start waking up to good news I need you to grab it right there some of you have been so accustomed to waking up to bad news bad situations but don't let it break you God's causing his people to wake up to miracles y'all watch what I tell you I've come to prophesy those of you in here you've been faithful to God he's about to cause you to wake up to some good news I don't know what morning but good news is about to hit your house you've encountered bad news you've heard bad reports but I'm here to tell you there's a shifting in the heavens and you're about to wake up to good news you're about to wake up to good reports you're about to wake up to stuff being better you're about to wake up to new opportunities you're about to wake up to great phone calls you getting ready to have blessings waking you up there's about to be blessings at your bedside waiting for you to catch consciousness somebody praising somebody thanking when you get up from your slumber the supernatural gonna be waiting at your bedside lift your head open your mouth I come to prophesy good news is about to wake you up lift your head open your mouth and give your God a shout right there that opportunity is about to wake you up that phone call is about to wake you up that connection you need is about to wake you up 
that good report from the doctor is about to wake you up you better hear me here baby god is taking the negative and he's about to do something new god's taking your negative and he's about to give you something nice lift your head open your mouth give your god a shout right there do i have anybody here that believe god i'm believing god that you're gonna wake up to major blessings expect a blessing to be at your bedside somebody praising somebody thinking somebody gonna wake up to a child saying mama i gave my life to the lord mama i want to serve jesus somebody's gonna wake up to the call you needed somebody gonna wake up to the miracle you needed you better hit me here overnight he can turn it around overnight he can breathe on it overnight he can make everything that was fighting you bow down do i have anybody in here who believes god for good news i'm about to wake up to some major blessing i'm about to wake up to some big things i'm about to wake up to divine favor lord have mercy lift your head open your mouth and put a prayer on it a praise on it a praise on it i need somebody to rejoice right there somebody praise god for bedside blessings bedside blessings bedside blessings i had bad news but baby i'm by the phone i'm expecting good news lift your head open your mouth and seal it with a shout of praise i'm getting ready to quit but i need a sealer god move overnight god showed his head overnight god revealed his glory overnight god demonstrated his power overnight anybody expect god to move on your behalf overnight i don't know what morning it would be monday morning tuesday morning wednesday morning thursday morning friday morning sunday morning saturday morning or sunday morning but i tell you this when god gets ready when your due season is full bedside blessings are gonna wake you up favor from the lord lift your head open your mouth give your god a shout right there if you expect a morning miracle i dare you 
to praise God right there, right there, right there, right there. This praise morning miracles, morning manifestation, morning turnaround, morning turnarounds. I said, bad side breakthroughs. Lift your head, open your mouth, give your God a shout right there. I'm telling you, this ain't no game. God is great. And he said, tell the people, I work the night shift. I'm working a miracle overnight. I'm turning a situation overnight. I'm bringing a new report overnight. And by the time your feet hit the floor, the favor of God gonna be at your bedside. This phrase right here is for bedside blessings. for real put a praise right there lord overnight lord overnight lord overnight lord overnight god's gonna show his hand overnight god's gonna do what god can do overnight you may not see it but god is causing his people to wake up to miracles expect expect a blessing at your bedside you better hear me here i come to prophesy by the spirit of god he's doing it you may not see it but god is shifting it in your favor don't ever underestimate what god can do behind the scenes of your life god does nice work overnight god does pretty work overnight i don't know what hour god moved but sometime in the night between the morning god stepped in laid in the midnight hour god gonna turn it around it's gonna work in your favor do i have anybody that believe god come on here that miracles will meet you early in the morning lift your hand open your mouth and praise god you're about to rise to good news you're about to wake up to good news you've heard bad reports you've heard bad news you've heard bad situation but baby there's about to be a phone call with some good oh.
the time they got up, God had already worked. God had already moved. I need you to get this here. Because God said, tell them, by the time you get up, I know how to move. You don't know what morning, but praise me like it's in the morning. Lift your hand. Open your mouth and give God a praise right there. Opportunities. Open doors. I'm telling you, upgrades. He's doing it in your favor. You have sown in tears, but you shall reap in joy. Lord overnight. Lord overnight. Lord overnight. God move overnight. God showed up overnight. God moved his hand overnight. God blew on it overnight. And when they got up, a miracle had taken place. Lift your head. Open your mouth. He'll do it overnight. He'll do it overnight. Lift your head. Open your mouth. And thank God for the phone call. Thank God for the knock on the door. Thank God for the letter. Thank God for the email. Thank God for good news. Start expecting morning miracles. Stop always expecting to wake up to something bad. Come on, lift your hands and say, God is about to wake me up to a major blessing. want them to have morning expectation. God said early in the morning I want to do some miracle. I need about 10 people in here. I know we got to go and I know I got to quit but I need somebody that want to experience morning glory. You've got morning expectation to put a praise right there. take another 60 seconds and put a praise right there some of y'all could use a phone call who in here could use a new report But you know what, Mr. Such and Such? We don't see that no more. The cancer disappeared. 
is beating again the right way your liver has been prepared repaired your lungs are functioning correctly things are going better anybody in here believe that God can wake you up and whatever was fighting you God can make it bow 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 he's moving he's moving overnight somebody praise him come on here somebody give him glory somebody praise him you may not see it but God sees you and when he gets finished he's gonna manifest for your glory for his glory and for your good lift your hand open your pray mouth and praise him God worked a miracle overnight now this is the next thing that whatever God says he can back it up Dagon had to bow God proved himself God said, I am God and beside me there is no other and he proved it. God said, I will not share my glory with another and he proved it. God is not just talk, he's power. Come on here. God is not just declaration, he's demonstration. God is not just proclamation, he is a God of performance. God is God in everything that God says he's God enough to prove it some people are just babble you know but they can't back it up but God can back up everything that he says he's a healer come on here I'm talking to somebody here the Lord reigns I'm telling y'all he's a healer he said it watch me back it up you think you're going to keep calling me healer and I ain't going to do nothing for you? You can't keep waking up every morning telling him you're my healer, you're my healer and God just look at you. God said I'm your healer and I'm about to back it up. I'm about to prove it. I'm your peace and I'm about to back it up. I'm the one who opens doors for you and I'm about to back it up. I'm the God that fights your battles and I'm about to back it up. God said tell the people I'm not just talk. I can back it up. I'm big enough. God says I'm big enough to back it up. God says some things I've been out of shape but I can make them come back together oh if God says something the best thing for you to do is believe it it will bless your life somebody shout my God is big enough to back it up for the Lord reigns he rules and super rules he holds all power in his hand somebody praise him because God can back it up he's got the ability to back it up he's got the power to 
it up. He's got everything that's needed to back it up. I got to quit here. But the next thing I want to tell you is that God can handle things that are trying to overtake you again. The Bible said that when they took Dagon or took Yahweh, the God of the Bible, the Ark of the Covenant, and set it in Dagon's temple, that Dagon bowed, that Dagon was laid flat on his face. But the Bible said that when, when the people of the city came in the temple and saw Dagon on his face, they took the joker and propped him back up. They took the joker and put him back on his pedestal. But can I tell you that when God is in the midst, if he did it one time, he can do it two, three, four, and how many ever times you need. Somebody praise him that God can do it again. The Bible said they took Dagon, stood him back up, they put him back on his pedestal, they propped him back up. Now I'm going to drop this on you, because see the devil is sly, and God told me, he said when you get there this morning, there's going to be some people that I've made a way for, but some of the things that they come through are trying to reestablish, they're trying to prop them back up, the devil's trying to prop a negative report back up, he's trying to prop a sickness back up, he's trying to prop something back up, so that you can doubt what God has already declared, this is just like the devil, as soon as you thought you had gotten through it, as soon as you thought that things were better, you look back again, and it seemed like the thing had come back stronger, but can I tell you, whatever's trying to reestablish itself in your life, God gonna handle that too, whatever the devil is trying to prop back up in your life, God is gonna deal with that. Have you ever thought something was dealt with and it swung back around and hit you again? Have you ever thought something was over but you look back and here it comes again? Come on here. Have you ever thought you gave the benediction on something and it started bothering you? Once again, some of the things that you've been fighting don't give up easily. Some of the things are coming back for another round. But can I tell you, if he did it before, he'll do it again. If he healed you before, he'll heal you again. God has not decreased in his power. The Bible said they took him, that's Dagon, and propped him back up. But God 
will show you that I reign and nobody can overturn my decision. Somebody praising. This is it right here. This is my last point. God reigns and nobody can overturn his decision. If God knocked it down, then you better not try to prop it back up. If God knocked it down, no devil in hell can overturn his decision. So they propped Dagon up, put him back on his pedestal. But the Bible said, when they got up in the morning, God knocked Dagon down again. But this time, he didn't just knock him down. God cut his head off, took the authority away from Dagon. God cut off the palms of his hand so that the very works of Dagon were destroyed. Can I tell you that power belongs to God and God knock him down again and only and only the stomp of Dagon remained when God got through it couldn't get back up again God leveled it and I'm here to tell you the Lord reigns and he will level some things on your behalf lift your head some of the things fighting you God is cutting the head off of it some of the things working against you God's taking the hands off of it it won't work it won't work it won't work it won't work lift your head long in here for better is the end of the thing than the beginning come on philippi somebody holler from your belly the lord reigns the lord reigns the lord reigns they gone got leveled sickness is being leveled fighting what's been fighting your house is being leveled what's been coming against your ministry is being leveled keep on walking with god he's leveling things on your behalf lift your head open your mouth day gone has fallen day gone has fallen who did it god did it day gone has fallen lift your head open your mouth cry out with the angelic host 
the Lord reigneth. The Lord reigneth. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord reigns. 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 Devil don't like this. You better back up out of here. These ain't your people. Get your hands off of God's property. The Lord reigns. Get your head over her mind. Back up over their body. The Lord reigns. And God leveled Dagon. And only the stump. Only the torso. Only the stump remain. Give God a shout of praise. You lift him. He's gonna level it. You lift him. He's gonna level it. Lift your head. Open your mouth. Some of y'all getting ready to testify. I woke up to a move of God. I woke up to a turnaround. I woke up to a mighty manifestation. I woke up to a new report. I woke up to favor. I woke up to blessings in my bedside. Favor was at the foot of my bed. I woke up to good news. I woke up to upgraded statuses. I woke up to a better report. I woke up to an open door. I woke up to new connections. I woke up to divine favor running after me. Lift your head. The Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. Give your God a shout right there. I declare by the Spirit of God Get your expectation back. You're about to wake up to something wonderful. Somebody put a praise right there. The Lord reigns. Now this is what I'm telling. Start expecting morning miracles. Start expecting morning miracles. I know it's a miracle for you to get up, but I'm talking about when you get up. Get up with anticipation. Walk by the phone. That letter you set up on the counter because you were so tired, open it. They're going ready to be some bedside blessings, some morning miracles. God's getting ready to send some overnight overflow. Because some of y'all been faithful. 
And the Lord said, your faithfulness to him has not gone unnoticed. I'm getting ready to meet some of y'all early in the morning. some early morning favor some of y'all have sought him early in the morning and at that self same hour God's going to do something supernatural your behalf the Lord reigns Dagon must bow if it's fighting the plan of God for your life the purpose of God for your life standing in the way of the will of God for your life he can make it bow And don't worry about those things that's trying to prop back up in your life. Everything trying to reestablish itself, God will knock it down again. But this time it won't get no mercy. God taking the head off of it. And what's left, they won't be able to stand it back up. the Lord reigns he's in charge and because you're in relationship with him he's going to fight for you come on lift your hand and say the Lord reigns and I'm glad about it now I'm just looking for some reports to come in this morning, I'm just mourning stuff. Morning miracles, just stuff, 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 just stuff happening. That goodness and mercy is going to run you down. And it's going to do it early in the morning. That you're going to wake up. <laughs> just something wonderful oh sweet Jesus the call you need the connection you need the people you need God said I will make it seek you out You're going to get up and think you're going to a place for one thing and God's going to have somebody that you need to see to meet you there. Getting ready to be divine connections. People that you're going to meet that's going to help you to take your stuff to the next level. Glory to God. 
Glory to God. Father, I thank you for supernatural manifestations. I've declared your word and I've been obedient as you gave it to me. I have given it to them. Now manifest your word with signs and wonders, miraculous manifestations. I don't know what morning, but meet your people in the morning. Let them wake up to your wonders. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Somebody today may not know the Lord, but you can know him. I don't care what you've done or where you've been, Jesus saves. Just get up from where you are.